The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Ben Shapiro, and I'm the producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And for the past four years and over 600 episodes of the show, I've also been the only host of the Voices of Search podcast. But starting this week, we're making some changes so you can expect to hear more than one voice on this show. And as I started to think about which hosts to bring in to help us continue conversations about what was happening in the SEO community this year to help you better understand how to optimize your search strategies, I thought who better to be our first guest host than some familiar voices that you've already heard on this show. Sure, you know Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton from their days as operators and advisors to our good friends at Search Metrics, but Jordan and Tyson have ventured off to start their own venture that focuses on SEO consulting and education for enterprise companies, and they're calling themselves Previsible. Previsible's goal is to provide support and education for enterprise SEOs like you. And this week, Jordan and Tyson are going to try to help you understand some of the basic principles of educating an enterprise SEO team. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not, because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings, and AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. Ready for something exciting in 2022? Here's Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton, the co-founders of Previsible, as our first guest hosts on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for joining us. How's it going? My name's Tyson Stockton, and I'm joined today again with Jordan Cooney, and we're talking about education, best practices. We're continuing the conversation this week on how to evangelize, educate organizations around SEO and how you can use that to make your function or your efforts within SEO more effective. And today, again, we're talking about education best practices. Jordan, what's going on? How are you doing this Wednesday? 
Well, we're, I'm doing great. I'm super excited about what we're, we're sharing with, with our audience here on Voice of the Search. And, and I think this one around best practices is probably the, the one that is going to be most anticipated and the most desired because it's going to start to give you clues as to what to do, how to implement and drive on education within your organization, your agency, or, or your business. Absolutely. And I'm really excited too, just doing these episodes. And this week is all about setting this foundation of the topic of education and then really looking forward to then driving into more specific facets within the topic as a whole as we move forward. So jumping right in on education best practices, what's the first thing that comes to mind then when you're thinking about like, all right, how do I educate my organization or a organization on this topic of SEO? Well, right off the bat, I think of communication. I think about how both SEOs, how managers or the individuals who are responsible for SEO are communicating what they need to know or what needs to be known, right? And we're talking beyond like the analytics reports here, right? I think that's the default thing that everyone thinks of. Oh, please send me an analytics report that shows my traffic trend and Give me the average rank from Search Console. Thank you very much. That is not education. <laughs> that, that's just doing your job. Let's be honest. What you really need to be communicating around SEO is, well, what's happening? What are some of the trends? What are some of the changes? How is Google evolving? Where are things becoming more apparent or different in our space? And so these can be tools like newsletters, some regular cadence around meetings. But communication, to summarize, is at the backbone of educating your teams, your organization, your coworkers, and your stakeholders around SEO. 100%. And I think one of, I guess, my recommendations within the topic of communication is to use a variety of communication channels. In my experience, there's usually like very few instances that it's just one communication channel or type is your like silver bullet that's going to make the world different. And I think where I've seen the most success is where one, you almost take like an inventory of the available communication channels that your organization utilizes and then operating within those, maybe even adding into that. But I think most often staying within what the organization is most familiar with, but then using a variety. So it's leveraging your Slack channels. It's having, whether it's a weekly newsletter, kind of like an email summary of efforts that are going on. It's leveraging even just like owned kind of knowledge-based pieces of information, whether it's like videos that you can have living within the ecosystem that your company uses. But I think the most important is to recognize everyone doesn't see every piece of communication that goes out. Some respond certainly to others. And then within that kind of like communication medium, you also have kind of these other things where you could use one channel for one cadence or one frequency and another channel for another one. But using multiple channels is going to ultimately help your voice just get heard more. No question. I mean, the simplest thing to do, and, I, and I've seen this work time and time again, is taking that, that weekly update, that weekly newsletter, that weekly analytics summary, whatever you want to call it. Every company has that weekly SEO thing that gets shipped around, typically by this old form of communication called email. Just take that same email, create a formula and have it show up in your Slack channel. It's stupid, simple, but like to your point, Tyson, like half of communication is what you say. 
So what's in this, the substance of that email, but the other half is just distribution. Like, especially when you're dealing with like really big teams that are all now remote, you don't have to like do things over and over again. You just need to make the tools you have very scalable. And I think that's, what's really missing for a lot of SEOs. And I know there's a lot of burnout right now in the SEO community. And this is one of the tricks that I'm constantly preaching is like automate, 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 automate your life when it comes to communication, because you're literally saying the same thing over and over and over again. I have this old story about my time at eBay where I created a template email because I would get the same questions from various internal stakeholders when I was at eBay, right? The same different vertical business teams, the people who manage car automotive and the people who managed the fashion vertical or the electronics vertical, they had hundreds and hundreds of people working in these different vertical teams. But literally on cue, typically somewhere between Tuesday and Thursday, I would always get the exact same email from somebody in that team, which is, why did my rankings go down for this one random keyword? And like, there, was, there isn't enough time I couldn't hire an army fast enough to respond to those emails. And so I just created an automatic template that basically was like, sorry, rankings have a lot of different levers that can be pulled around them, personalization, blah, 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 this and that. Competitors can change their content, blah, blah, blah. If you want more information on rankings, go here because here it is in our knowledge base. If you want more information about specific reports, go here. If you still have questions, please contact facilities. Like, I mean, it just was like one of those things like, don't bother me with this because I don't have time. So I just automated the template and I just copy and paste and sent the same thing every single time. Eventually I got people were clued into me, but you know, and they realized that they got the same email six times in a, in a month period. But that was the reality. You had to make things scalable. Well, and I think that's a, a huge just common factor within enterprise SEO is like the volume of requests and questions you get but then also sometimes as SEO, you can get trapped into that kind of almost like Groundhog's Day, like I'm saying the same thing over and over. And sometimes maybe it is to the same group. Sometimes it's to like the same function, just in a different part of the business. But I think that best practice of the kind of like documenting and creating resources that then can save you time in those communication, because it can be a full-time job just in responding to these type of requests. And so you have communication that comes from like the external input that you're responding to. And so you have the time saving component of how do I be a good business partner, give the right information, but then also not take away too much of my day that I'm not able to get to my other task. And then I think another kind of piece of it too is very often, and it's kind of almost going back a little bit into the communication topic, but oftentimes we fall into this trap of just communication around task and specifics. And then we're just talking about, hey, these rankings change, or we had success with this initiative. But every communication opportunity that you have within an organization is another opportunity to kind of pair both like what's happening, but then also filtering in and adding in education information that keeps evangelizing it within the organization. So it's not just, hey, this communication is only about education, or hey, this communication is only about results. But how else do you blend kind of the two together to take those touch points and those common really access to the audience that you're looking to get this knowledge across to 
and then pairing that something new with something like more fundamental is like a really key element to ultimately getting that repetitive kind of like you've heard this so many times yet it's still kind of interesting because it's a little bit different. No doubt. And, and you mentioned it in your summary there, which is documentation. And that is core to best practices around education because how you document and how you organize becomes your lifeblood, right? Without that SEO 101 PowerPoint that gets circulated to the 400th salesperson because the sale, every single time a new salesperson joins the company, you get an email that says, Hey, I want to learn more about SEO. Well, you don't have time to educate every salesperson in the freaking company. And I know that it might sound quite dramatic, but this does happen in a lot of big organizations. And that education is absolutely important. But again, it's the documentation that you have at your disposal that makes it scalable, useful, and effective. And you touched on like one type of documentation, just like in the eBay days of having your email templates of it. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. What other types of documentation have been advantageous for you in the past? Yeah, and this varies depending on the type of organization and the type of company and, and, and how you leverage SEO. But there is a different volumes can, can become very useful for different types of companies, organizations. So I've seen everything from like knowledge bases where you have like almost like confluence like style knowledge base where you've got a lot of like documentation and chapters and organized information. One of my favorite pieces of documentation that we've been working on a lot, Tyson, as we work with different clients, different projects is around health reporting. This is one of the most underutilized tools and tactics and documentation that exists, which is what's the health of my website? How healthy is this thing? It is, it's the same as if when you go to the doctor's office and that doctor opens up this file about you and it says how much you weigh and how tall you are and what your age is and what your blood pressure is and all these things. That is a health report and you need that for your website. And that should be another document and resource that is circulated around your organization. Other things that are really valuable, and I think that's where you and I, Tyson, are trying to create a frontier on is, is how we leverage interactive resources in documentation, videos, checklists, tools. And there's a lot of work that's been done out there on the very tactical level 
but very little that's been done in terms of how you go about managing SEO at scale. And so I think that that's another set of documentation and, and resources that can be very useful. 100% right there with you on it. I mean, I've always been a firm believer too, just in a broader topic of education, that there's no one best learning style. Like every individual is going to be more inept to like learn better from like, sometimes it's going to be audio, sometimes it's visual, sometimes it's text-based, sometimes it's more hands-on. And so I think with types of education material, you also have to meet your audience and the individuals in your company in different places. And so I think, sure, you have these components of like, okay, we use Slack, we have like email distribution lists, we have these existing, whether it's Confluence, like these documentation hubs. And so it's like certainly having that kind of fundamental areas. But then there's a huge value in also embracing kind of the mixed media of material and having stuff that's going to make the topic more approachable, more accessible, and ultimately kind of reducing the barriers that someone that's not in the day-to-day and have that huge drive to learn SEO, making it as easy as possible for them to ultimately get the best kind of like results from it. So someone's not having to kind of like pull teeth, like I really don't want to read this 10-page documentation report that's extremely dry, like breaking it up into bite-sized pieces and then leveraging these different assets of video, audio, all the other components to meet the audience where they're at. So one one kind of final area too. So we've talked kind of like your fundamentals, communication, like how do you save time? Because this can be so time consuming, like different ways of doing that. What about the concept or the element of like frequency and timeline? When do you talk to people about it? How frequent do you do this? Like what's the timeline that you should be communicating and educating within an organization? You remember Wolf of Wall Street, Tyson? <laughs> and, you know, Leonardo gets up there on, on the whiteboard or chalkboard, whatever it was in the movie, I really forget. But he always, he types up there, you know, always be closing. The reality in SEO is you're always be teaching. Like that is just the plain truth of the matter. And that's why a lot of our recommendations around communication and documentation were fundamentally around scale. Because whether you're in an agency, whether you're a consultant, whether you are at an enterprise, you are always educating, you are always teaching your client, your business, your constituents, your partners, your stakeholders about SEO. It's just, it never ends, right? But with a big but, there is a point where there is critical needs for a business to be to be taught around SEO. And this is something that isn't done very much today, but there is now a need more so than ever before to take a pause and truly do deep, deep education, knowledge sharing, to create a more complete picture of what is SEO in its current form and how is our business evolving around it. And this means that there's there's almost like a level of deeper insight around how SEO has changed in a given time period, what you need to be doing differently to scale as an organization. And I actually like to recommend that there's at least two to three checkpoints in any given year where you're either doing a very deep level of SEO insights and education and knowledge sharing with your internal stakeholders and partners or right after or during or right before your planning season, like whenever your your planning cycle for the annual year is, you're doing some of this heavy work around educating the teams and organization around SEO. And so from a timeline standpoint, 
always be teaching. That's just a given. But there are very critical moments in a year or in a, in a longer time period where a high degree of high contact SEO education is critical. Um, and and we've, all, we've all experienced these things as SEOs. Many of us have been to like these big knowledge sharing events, these planning meetings, these offsites, whatever you want to call them nowadays in the COVID world. But we've all experienced these moments where it's like, wow, we're going really deep into understanding where our business is going, what's going on. There's a moment right there where SEO and the education on SEO is absolutely critical. Yeah. And I think one thing that it highlights too is as an SEO and say like, you know, oftentimes it's going to be kind of towards the start of the year, but it's like you're setting your roadmap and your plan for it. Oftentimes within that, your core initiatives, you're going to have timelines in for those core initiatives. And so you have the obvious kind of touch point at that like kickoff piece, but then aligning to and kind of something that we talked about in the last episode of cross-functional knowledge, then you can also have the deeper dives of like, hey, we know there's going to be a big content push in Q2. Therefore, late Q1, we're going to go ahead and kick off that kind of education program for the content or editorial teams to then embrace this next initiative that's coming up. And so I think marrying up those like bigger rock education topics to your SEO roadmap and timeline is significant. And then to your other point as well on like the frequencies, a lot of what we're talking about here on best practices is it's kind of like doing your inventory of like, what do you need to get across? So knowing your SEO plan, knowing your SEO roadmap, and then doing your inventory of like, what are my communication touch points that I can then infiltrate and add material around? And then the frequency of those is ultimately you're kind of balancing the what, the where, and then how often. And then as you're saying, we're not doing this one time. And this is something that you're reminding and coming back to And whenever someone's learning something new, one of the key elements is just repetitiveness. You can't sound like a broken record in Groundhog's Day all the time. We need to find ways of reiterating on the same information multiple times to really have that sink in within the groups. That wraps us up today with our topic here around education best practices within SEO. Jordan and I will be here the rest of the week and next episode, we are going to be talking about SEO resources. So what is out there? that you can use as an SEO or an organization that wants to embrace SEO and what can you use to actually get this material across your organization. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you tomorrow on The Voices Search. All right. And that wraps up this guest-hosted episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to the conversation between Jordan Cooney and Tyson Stockton. They'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan or Tyson, you can find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes. You can contact them on Twitter. Jordan's handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. And Tyson's handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or you could just visit their website, which is previsible.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs. 
because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed, yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.